Hey, I'm Jolie. And I'm Topanga. And welcome back to More, More Than, Than Life, Life Podcast, Podcast, where we talk about anything we want. Woo! Hello. So today we decided to talk about personality types, which we both find very interesting. We are very different people. So we'll be talking first about the different Enneagram types and which one we are, and then we'll be speaking on the Myers-Briggs. Let's get into it. Yeah, yeah. Do you want to go first, Julie? Oh, sure. Okay, so for the Enneagram, I am an eight. So there are nine different types. It goes one to nine. Um, and they're all very distinctive and have their own different personality traits. Eights, I know for sure that I am that. It stands out very much to me and is very obvious to a lot of people that I am an eight. So eights, they are, so I googled it and got like the main descriptions. And so they say that they're powerful, dominating, decisive, confrontational, and they want to be independent which I guess I would agree with all of those descriptions. Would you? Yeah, I would say definitely. Yeah. Um, I think sometimes the Enneagram can sometimes seem a little bit negative speaking in the way that they choose to describe, but I think everything has a positive light to it if you think more about it, and especially if you know the person that it's going towards. Um I know as an eight, I can tend to be confrontational, so I've had to grow in that and mature and learn when it's okay and the type of language to use when confronting some someone with something, because to me, it's not scary, but to most of the people in the world, confrontation is something that can cause anxiety or some type of fear revolving around it, so to keep that in mind is great for eights. It definitely was terrifying like getting to know you just because of how you like did like the confrontation things but that was just because of like my own fears it had nothing to do with you and now that I know you really well I'm like oh yeah okay like this definitely needs to happen like it's definitely a positive thing Mm -hmm. so all those things on there can be seen as negatives but if you actually know the person like you said like I see all of those things as positive in you totally so another trait of the eights are, is that they are very protective of their people. And I find this to be very true. Um, eights aren't typically seen as introverts. Most eights are extroverts. And I am introverted, which we'll get into when we speak on Myers-Briggs. But um, I, so I have a very few close people that are in my inner circle. And of those few that are in there, I... I'm very protective of them, and I will defend them to the end of the world. Like, so, so protective. And sometimes it can be good, and sometimes it can be bad. So to also keep that um, in mind. Um, we also tend to guard our hearts. I I don't like vulnerability, like, at all. I recognize that it's a great thing, and it needs to be something that people do but I don't like being vulnerable it freaks me out um so that's I have a lot of friends who are great at being vulnerable and they pull it out of me and push and push and push (laughs) to get it out to panga being one (laughs) guilty guilty as charged (laughs) um so that's been really good for me and I well I hope 
Topanga can testify to this, but I'm getting slowly better, at least with her and a few other friends of where I'll actually go to them when something is bugging me instead of just mulling through the day and acting as if nothing is wrong, even though things are going on. Definitely. I agree with that. Okay, good. Because for a while, I just like would never say anything until she would ask about like the sixth time I would finally be like, <laughs> okay, fine, here it is. So that's that's been difficult, just learning to navigate of that vulnerability is okay and it's actually quite necessary. Um, so another big thing with eights, which I wish wasn't maybe a thing, but is that we don't like to be controlled at all. If I sense any form of someone trying to control me in any way, whether that be like physical or emotionally controlling, I... I freak out internally and I will get out at all costs. I Or I'll get angry and very upset. Um, and sometimes I don't always know how to verbalize that I feel like they're trying to control me. And they may have the best intentions, but if any part of me feels like I'm trying to be controlled, I'm... I just get upset and I don't, I need to learn how to better verbalize that. But that's definitely a thing with eights. And I found comfort in knowing that that's a thing that other people struggle with is um, not wanting to be controlled. I also have issue, like who would want to be controlled? Like maybe eights are more like hypersensitive to it and maybe we're more in tune to it. But I think it's because we have such a strong need to be independent so why would we want to be controlled or feel like we're being controlled if we think and have the confidence that we can do whatever we want to literally do probably like better if we're being (laughs) controlled (laughs) so that's just honest um another thing that i have i only know two other eights in my entire life and i feel like i know a lot of people um and it's, I found comfort in knowing that they're eights, but the one friend, we talked about this as a struggle of being an Enneagram eight, is that we can struggle wanting to fit in socially, and I didn't realize that, that that was an issue until I had seen an Instagram post that called out a bunch of struggles that eights can tend to struggle with, so I sent it to my friend and was like, uh, do you feel personally attacked? And we both said we did. Um, So we had a conversation on that, and then I asked Topanga, and she said that she could actually see that, (laughs) which was very a self-aware moment for me. I didn't realize that I struggled with that, but it's, I want to fit in, but I don't conform to do that. Like, I will feel like I'm not fitting in, and then I get very sad, and then I feel like I'm being rejected, so then I just get kind of quiet and into my own bubble, which I think is, you know, that's not okay, but it's to me, better than molding into a shape to fit in. Mm -hmm. So I don't change myself to fit in, but I get sad if I feel like I don't fully understand what people are talking about all the time or if I feel like I don't quite click with certain people in larger group settings. That can be very, very hard. Yeah. And then the last thing that I want to touch on, because it gets, I feel like, brought up a lot, is um, anger and eights. So eights can tend to be seen as angry people. I like to say we're just very passionate people. I know I've had some conversations with people in my life where they think that I'm just angry. And then that does make me angry because I think (laughs) like, why do you think I'm angry? And then 
it's just like not a good circle, right? But I read an article a long time ago and it really stuck with me. So I went and found it again. It says that eights might not see it as anger, rather a totally justified response to the situation that just happened. So we don't perceive ourselves as being angry because we know what it feels like to be angry. And our response to us isn't anger, but to most other people, it probably is being perceived as an anger response. Um, but to us, it's we feel justified in how we're responding because of the situation and how how we feel like it needs to be confronted. Uh, so I, I like passionate. That just sounds nicer. <laughs> but I've definitely noticed that. I have a lot of people in my life who don't quite understand that. And so it can be a challenge for me to understand like, okay, I probably have to dial back and um, change the way that I'm saying things so that it isn't being perceived in an angry way, even though I'm not angry. So that can yeah. be a definite challenge for me. I think it's super beneficial to know all of these things so you can like see where you have lots of strengths and where you have things that you have to work on and like how to go about talking with other people too mm -hmm. if you know their personality types. Totally. We're very goal-orientated and we're super, super assertive. So we don't let a lot of things get in our way. Like if I have a goal and I want to meet that goal, I will, I will meet it by whatever means I need to take mm -hmm. to do that. So Topanga, you want to tell me about your type? Yeah, so, okay, I originally took the Enneagram test a couple months ago because I hadn't even heard of it until I moved here, and I just kind of put it off because part of me doesn't like to be put in boxes, but that's just, like, a personal issue that I have to work through. But um, I took the test, and I was told that I was a two. And uh, twos are... Mm. They're helpful, very compassionate, um, very loyal type people. Yes, which a lot of those things do describe me, but there's just something kind of off about it where like even people around me were like, eh, you know, like you definitely could be a two, but you're probably not a two. Like there's just some things that aren't adding up. So when I was on a trip to Georgia last week, I decided to retake the test because I was super curious about it. And this time I, I tried not to think too deeply into the questions because I have a really hard time with overanalyzing questions and like trying to rationalize different answers. And when I take tests about my personality, I can like pick any answer and like pick different scenarios for that answer. So it's like, okay, I'm not even going to think about it. I'm just going to answer them and like just be completely like thoughtless about it and just go with the first thing that I think of. So I retook it and I am a six. So I had never read up on sixes before and I, when I got the results back and I read all of the things, I was like, oh my gosh, this definitely makes sense. <laughs> so sixes and twos are very commonly confused, I guess, because of like the loyalist part of things. And they also both have the tendency to be very anxious people and I have anxiety so I mean that definitely <laughs> makes sense. <laughs> she texted me and was like I'm a six and I said ah the anxious type <laughs> got it. 
<laughs> which it definitely makes sense to me. So some of the things that describe sixes are committed, security-oriented type. Um, they're reliable, hardworking, responsible, and trustworthy. They're also excellent troubleshooters, which definitely resonates with me because when people come to me with like issues and stuff, I'm like, okay, let's think of solutions. Let's like figure this out. We can't leave until like the problem is solved. So that really makes sense. And it, I like to like see where the issues are and like try and figure out why things are happening. So another thing is that they can be cautious and very indecisive hmm. and terrible at making decisions. Oh my goodness. <laughs> Especially by myself. I cannot make a lot of decisions alone. I have to get other people's opinions. <laughs> it's so, so hard for me as someone who just is very, very decisive. <laughs> So every time we watch a movie, it's Jolie asking, well, what movie do you want to watch, Topanga? And I'm like, I don't care. Anything. Whatever. I don't know. Well, maybe we can. Uh, no. Yeah. You pick. I try to be kind because I don't ever want to just always be doing what I want. But like, no one ever has a decision. So it usually always is what I want. But because people can't choose. And I'm always fine with whatever choice you make, so I think that I've slowly gotten accustomed to that, and I'm like, okay, like, Jolie's just going to decide, and I'm totally fine with that. So, I mean, it works out. It's not like two people that both want the same, like, completely different things and, like, want to decide. That would probably be a little bit more difficult. Um... Apparently, sixes are also defiant and rebellious, I wouldn't consider myself a rebellious person Mm -mm. just because I have a strong fear of being in trouble. (laughs) (laughs) When I was in elementary school, if I got in trouble in like any way, shape or form, I would just cry and cry and cry and cry for no actual reason. Like it wouldn't actually be me getting in trouble, but it would be like a suggestion or criticism my mom can attest to the fact that I do not take criticism very well because my feelings get hurt very quickly so I'm definitely not defiant and rebellious but that's fine um it says that at six is best they're very self-reliant which I can agree to because I really like to do things by myself I think that that would be more based on like getting things done and like spending time alone like I really like doing those things by myself obviously when you spend time alone you're by yourself (laughs) whatever but when it comes to making decisions and stuff I don't like to do that by myself because it comes into like the whole self-doubt thing which sixes Mm. are very common in having where like I don't trust myself to make those decisions for some reason could Mm. never explain it it's like well I need someone else's opinion just to make sure Mm. Um, there's different wings inside of all of the Enneagrams, but apparently I don't have one that I know of. Well, I mean, you, you could be a pure solid six, but you either be a six wing five or six wing seven. So six wing five is the defender, and then the six wing seven is the buddy. I would say seven because sevens are... I would say you're six wing seven. Okay, so I'm a six wing seven. That's <laughs> <laughs> great. <laughs> I don't know. Um, But yeah, so uh, sixes, it says that sixes get really competitive when they're at like their stress level of three. But I guess I don't, I get stressed, but not like extremely stressed out. So I'm definitely not a competitive person. 
especially when we're all playing games no. together. And that is, like, hard for me because <laughs> I want that. The competitiveness? It makes me, like, not want to play games because I'm, like, what's the point of playing <laughs> if you just don't care? It's not that I don't care. It's just that I am enjoying, like, the moment and it's more of the interaction and not the winning. Like, that is more of my priority, I guess. Can you say that in English? <laughs> care about winning (laughs) because it doesn't change like the interactions i like the the things leading up to the winning part but like but if you just lose then none of that i'm fine with this is a different conversation (laughs) (laughs) Uh, yes but it says that sixes are the most loyal to their friends and their beliefs and they'll go down with the ship hang on to relationships which i can attest to but I also have issues with Jack is that his name? <laughs> Titanic. Yeah. I was definitely I was like Adam. I was like that's not Adam. There's definitely room on the door for both of them. Yeah. I've never seen Titanic, totally. but I either heard. <laughs> Anyways, they'll go down with the ship like the Titanic. We need to watch that sometime. Um I've just not cared it's so long. And I feel like I know how it goes. Yeah, like they're on the ship. They are in love. Gross. All he the paints her or something. It's like a French girl. Isn't yeah. that where that yeah. movie's from? <laughs> <laughs> that quote. Yeah. Yep. Uh, then they hit a chunk of ice and they just go down. All die except for some. Mm-hmm. Well, exactly. So if you haven't seen it. Spoiler alert. <laughs> <laughs> because none of us actually knew what happened. <laughs> Definitely not. Um, we, sixes are anti-authoritarian, which makes sense because I don't like authority. Like, people in authority scare me just a little bit Hmm. because they can come across as, like, the very passionate, like, demanding people. And as much as I like to be directed, it takes like a special person to do it in a way where I feel safe being like oh. directed otherwise I feel like it's a personal attack on me which it never is it's literally just like that person doing their job and like directing me in the ways that I need to but interesting yeah I didn't know that yeah so like if I had a very authoritative person as a boss it would really scare me and I would feel like I wouldn't be able to like be as comfortable with them mm. because I would be worried that they would like be constantly picking at like wow. the things that I'm doing. But it's completely different with like jobs and with friends. Yeah. Like I never feel like you're ever picking apart my personality or like <laughs> things that I do. Okay, good. <laughs> you have a really good way of going about things and I think that's because you're so knowledgeable about all this stuff that you know like how to talk to certain personalities and like kind of cater to like how they feel about things i think i also love jesus oh i don't think i know i love jesus (laughs) but uh like (laughs) he helps me like literally so much i think i would be a really mean person if i weren't filled with him that's a really good point respect is a big thing for me like if i don't have respect for a person like in authority over me it's it's very hard for me to 
even show like respect or want to do what they're telling me to do. Um, that's also a thing with apes. They like respect is ginormous. So if anyone will ever be an authority figure above an eight, make sure you're building that trust and respect. Exactly. Holla. Boom shakalaka. <laughs> and if anyone's ever in authority over a six, be gentle and kind. Yep. Be honest, but don't be like very brash. Yep. A compliment sandwich is my favorite thing. Oh, yeah. Where it's like, you do this really well, maybe let's work on this, but you also do this really well, too. Because then it's like, okay, I'm doing good things, otherwise I get very focused on the one bad thing Hmm. that I need to work on. And it's like, I overthink that, and then I question if I'm doing anything right in the first place. Hmm. Anxious type. Uh Obviously. That's hard. Uh, Yeah. This is really interesting. On the Enneagram Institute website, it says sixes are like a ping pong ball that's constantly shuttling back and forth between whatever influence is hitting the hardest at any given moment. (gasps) What? I thought that was so interesting and so true because I'm so easily influenced. Like I kind of, I call myself a social chameleon because whoever I'm around, I kind of like my personality Like, not my beliefs or anything like that, but, like, how I act around people kind of shifts depending on who I'm with. So, like, if I'm hanging out with our friend Caitlin, she's very outgoing and very crazy and weird and we love her to death. So, when I'm around her, I'm also crazy and weird and, like, say the strangest things and do the weirdest things. But when I'm hanging out with Jolie, she's more calm And obviously she's weird too. Otherwise we would never be friends if you weren't weird. (laughs) But it's more of like reserved in the way of like you're not super out there all the time. And which I think is a beautiful quality about you too because you're a calming person to be around. So when I'm around you, I'm not as crazy because I don't like feed off of the same energy. That's interesting. I'm just the same all the time. I mean, like, I have, like, energy highs and, like, you know, lows, Mm -hmm. but, hmm. If I hang out with a very shy person, I'm also going to be very shy. If I'm hanging out with a really outgoing person, I'm going to be more outgoing. Wow. Well, that's cool, I guess. Ping pong ball back and forth. Yeah, that's a good Uh analogy. Yeah. Um, All right. Okay, so sixes are also known as the complete opposites of themselves, which I've always thought about myself, but reading this, it made so much sense. What does that even mean? This is the comparisons that they made on the website. They're both strong and weak, fearful and courageous, trusting and distrusting, defenders and provokers, sweet and sour, aggressive and passive, bullies and weaklings, on the defensive and the offensive, thinkers and doers, um, group people and soloists, believers and doubters, Tender and mean, generous and petty. Like, all of those things. Which totally makes sense. Yeah, totally agree with all of those. Yeah. Which makes sense because sometimes I'm confused (laughs) at your response. I'm like, Uh what? Yeah. Try and figure me out. You can't. I can. (laughs) Yeah, you can. Yeah. (laughs) There's been times where someone has asked me a question about what I think or like, what I would do in a certain situation and I genuinely have no idea. So I'm like, Julie, how would I respond in this situation? And then you say it and I'm like, yeah, no, that's definitely how My I would goodness. respond. It's just not how I would think about it. 
I do it with my sister too. I'm like, how do I feel about this? I forgot. Like, I don't remember. (laughs) Which is so terrible, but like insulting to me. Like, I don't get that, but I love it. Appreciate it. I have opinions, but I don't have super strong ones unless it's like... (laughs) To be clear, I have opinions, people. (laughs) I have opinions, but not super strong ones. But unless it's like biblical things that are very obviously stated. But other than that, it's like, well, I think this, but if you give me facts... I think I said this in the last podcast, too. It was like, if you give me facts and like everything makes sense, I'm like, yeah, sounds good. All right, cool. Whatever. Because I just don't like... I don't need to be right all the time. Even though I'm definitely always right. <laughs> Obviously not. <laughs> um, yeah, so that's kind of a summary of sixes. And obviously I'm still pretty new with this personality type because I didn't know that I was this one until recently. So if you're ever questioning whether or not you took the Enneagram test and the results are accurate, Be super relaxed in a place where you feel super comfortable, then take it. Otherwise, it might change your results. Mm -hmm. And don't be around people that, like, sway how you act. If you're a social chameleon like me, because you never know what'll come up in your results if you're feeling some type of way. And also, don't overthink. Yes. Me, like, the hours are, like, the test will take you about 30 minutes, and I'm done in five. (laughs) I read all the questions and then I think about scenarios in my head about how I would respond because I don't know how I would respond to things and I don't know. It just, it's not good. So don't, don't do that. Don't be like me (laughs) in that way. Remember those memes? This is Sally. No, no, no. Don't be like Sally. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, we should do, um... Compatibility with each other. Oh, sure. That'd be super interesting. Okay, yeah. I have it right here. Um, eights and sixes can build an extraordinarily strong, long-lasting relationship on what is, at root, a defensive view of the world. Are we defensive? Yeah. I am. Yeah. <laughs> Sometimes. Um, both types... Wow, this is super negative. Both types feel like the most... Feel that most people and the world are selfish and untrustworthy in that the world is highly unpredictable. I feel like I've got the world pegged for pretty much what it is, but I would argue that I think, yeah, I mean, I'm a little weary of people and like motives, but once I like learn who they are, I'm like, all right, we're good. (laughs) Okay. Um, one, therefore, huh? Oh, eights need to take care of themselves and their own interests and have strong allies and the ability to get back up from one's friends. That doesn't make any sense. They really worded that weird. I'm going to cut that out. Future me, cut that out. (laughs) Um, Once they've bonded with each other, both types have done so on a deep level. And while their relationship may change over time, they're never indifferent to each other. Oh, we're going to be friends forever. Yay. (laughs) Sound a little bit more excited. (laughs) They both admire and try to embody strength and commitment to one's word, honor, unquestioned loyalty, responsibility, hard work, courage, and a spirit of protectiveness. Yep. I feel like I'm also super protective. Uh, Sixes bring warmth and desire for personal connection and commitment. (laughs) That's so true. 
and both are doers and enjoy being active, getting tasks accomplished, and building a more safe and secure world for themselves and their loved ones. Boom. Yeah. So we're compatible. We're very compatible people. Good. Potential troubles. Oh. Do we want to talk about those? Eights and sixes are emotional. Although both tend to hide their emotions as best they can. Yeah. That's so true. Yeah, that is. Eights do so under a veneer of toughness and bravado. Sixes under a shell of defensiveness. Yeah. Yep. Both tend to counteract and go on the offensive when they're threatened or when they feel like they're being threatened. <laughs> My hands go up. Watch out. Shut them off this episode. I've never seen like uh, the yeah. whole Don't even get me into show. this. It's one of our things that we don't agree on. Eights may tolerate or even be amused by an occasional flare-up of independence on the part of others around them. So, like, you might be amused by being more independent. You're like, huh, I can do this by myself. Woohoo. Yep. <laughs> okay, cool. <laughs> no word, other words for that. Uh, um, it's also fine with sixes, but sixes feel the need to push back and to prove themselves, which is definitely true. I used to spread myself so thin because I felt like I needed to prove myself to other people. Mm, yeah. Don't need to do that. It was very stressful. Um, says that sixes also need to show others, including the eights, that they can't be pushed around or taken advantage of. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's true. I don't push around. You don't. But it's not even like if... It's not even if people are doing it. It's just like the fact of proving... Sure. That it's not possible and like building up that defense before it even happens. Yeah. Sixes tend to plan for the worst possible scenarios before there's even like a possibility of it happening. Hmm. Stressful. Yep. Anxiety. <laughs> <laughs> um I mean, I'm a planner too. I'm very, very type A. I would say I'm not type A at all. Oh my goodness. I could totally see that though. But yeah, I'm like almost type A, I feel like, in every area mm -hmm. that is. But She's currently looking at a detailed list, and she took notes on her personality types, and I'm just reading off the website. I just wanted... <laughs> she was taking notes, and I was making noodles. <laughs> I just wanted to make sure that I didn't forget anything. And I just kind of am going with it. So basically, that is the Enneagrams that we have... Identified with. Yep. <laughs> so let's move on to the Myers-Briggs test. All right. So Myers-Briggs. I am an INFJ-A. The INFJs, they are the rarest type, um, which I don't know exactly how I feel about that, but I only know one other INFJ, and I feel like sometimes it's very nice for me to know that they can understand me, so it's nice to have conversations with them. Um, so it stands for, like, I don't even know what it stands for, honestly. So every letter means something different. Yes. So it's like comparison things, mm -hmm. and you do percentages of what they are. Yeah. Which is kind of cool. So my, like, title for that is The Assertive Advocate. Um, they tend to be super reserved, which is true for me. I, it takes me quite a while to 
like be completely vulnerable. There's a difference of being open with someone and sharing your experiences, but then having the vulnerability behind it. Yeah. I'm very, very reserved in that sense. Um, we're creative, but like creative in the sense of finding the perfect solution for the people we care about is what the like Myers-Briggs thing said. And I thought that was super, super true. We're also very insightful and we get to the heart of things. So we, we, can tend to look past appearances and get right to the heart um, so that we can figure out what to do next if it, you know, involves a problem. Yeah. So quickly, I'm introverted, uh, which is like individuals prefer solitary activities and get exhausted by social interactions, uh, which is very true for me. I am intuitive. They are imaginative, open-minded, and curious. I am a very curious person, and I'm constantly asking why, because I just want to know the bigger picture things. Um, I'm feeling, which means they're sensitive and emotionally expressive. They're more empathetic, empathetic? empathetic and less competitive than thinking types, which I don't necessarily agree with. I think that I am actually a very sensitive individual, but I don't show it. Mm-hmm. I so, can agree with that. Yeah. Like, Topanga could say something with no cruel meaning behind it, but it could really hurt my feelings, and then I'll go think about it, and then I'll move on from it. So little things hurt my feelings all the time, but I just kind of deal with it and then move on, and then I forget about it, like, within the next minute. <laughs> um. Judging uh, judging individuals are decisive, thorough, and highly organized. They value clarity, predictability, and closure, which is I think is true. And then assertive over turbulent. So assertive individuals are self-assured, even-tempered, and resistant to stress. They refuse to worry too much and do not push themselves too hard when it comes to achieving goals. So I would say that's true. And then the last thing that I want to talk about is the INFJ door slam. So this is notorious, yeah, not like too proud of it, but this is notorious to specifically INFJs. I'm sure other types can do it, but it's like predominantly in in this type. Okay. Door slam is when we're super close to someone or have someone that we've interacted with for a while, and if they continue to hurt us or if they've done something that to us is just unbelievably, like, how could you do that? We just cut you out. Like, no problem. And we just kind of move on from our lives with no real explanation. And I never realized that that was a thing until uh, probably about a year ago, I had a friend pull me into a room and was like, are you trying to push me away? And I was like, well, maybe. (laughs) (laughs) And then we talked through it, figured it out, and it was good. And then just recently, I was reading on INFJ's door slamming issue and I was like wow this is like a a real thing and uh so yeah so that was good to become self-aware of of that like if I'm feeling hurt I can easily just cut the person out or completely pull back on communication not to be like rude or manipulative but just because that's my way of protecting myself and like if you keep hurting me why would I want to be friends with you Mm -hmm. type thing interesting anything else to add no cool So, my personality type is the INTPT, 
So <laughs> it's the turbulent logician. So lots of logic things, which makes sense. So I'm mostly introverted. I'm actually 89% introverted, which definitely makes sense. I come across very extroverted, but I'm not. Mm -hmm. um, I prefer to do things by myself and get very exhausted by social interactions. Yep. Um, it says that they're also very sensitive to external stimulation, like sound and smell and like mm -hmm. lights and stuff, which is definitely true. I don't know how accurate that is, but it is for me. Um, I'm very intuitive. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I'm very intuitive. Um, very imaginative and open-minded. I'm extremely open-minded because mm -hmm. I just don't care. So I'm like, whatever. <laughs> Maybe a little bit too much sometimes. <laughs> um, and then I'm 51% thinking and then 49% feeling. So I'm like almost right in the middle. So thinking individuals... Um, are objective and rational and prioritize logic over emotions. But since I'm like right in that in between, then I'm kind of like use both, which I could also agree with that. Yeah. Like I'm a very emotional person, but I'm also super logical at the same time. So yeah. And then I'm 61% prospecting. So I'm good at improvising and spotting new opportunities and I'm very flexible about things and relaxed. So that's definitely true too. I'm super relaxed about things and like I just have no preference on how a lot of things go. Yeah. Like, obviously sometimes I have preferences, but I'm usually like, okay, whatever. Let's just go with the flow. Do what you want. Yeah. And then the last thing is how you... Or your identity. Mm -hmm. So like showing how confident you are in your abilities and stuff. And I'm more turbulent. So I'm eight or seventy-nine percent turbulent. Whoa. So I'm more self-conscious and sensitive to stress. And I'm more likely to experience a wide range of emotions. I'm success driven. I'm not a perfectionist. It says that like perfectionism is part of like being turbulent, uh -huh. but I don't think I would I'm a perfectionist. Because I, again, just don't have a preference. <laughs> wow. And then eager to improve. So just like always wanting to be a, a little bit better. So yeah, that's kind of who I am on this little test thing. Um, I think we found, we had Sapphire read to us our types, like everything. And we both were in shock at how accurate it is. Mm -hmm. um, so I think we both, I really identify with the Enneagram 8, but I also super duper identify with the Myers-Briggs. I would say that I lean more towards the Enneagram, but now that you know you're a 6. Yes, because of how accurate everything is with it, but with the Myers-Briggs, there's a lot of things where I'm like, eh, I mean, I could be, but I'm not actually like, at my core, that's not who I am as a person. So I guess it just depends on the person and maybe like how accurate you answer the questions. Yeah. So like I like I said before, I have a hard time answering questions like really quickly without thinking about it a lot. And sometimes that overthinking can change what my answer actually should be. Totally. So 
It just depends on who you are as a person. I think they're both really great tests, though. Yeah. Because you can understand yourself and, like, how you can improve things that you need to work on and be confident in your strengths. But then you can also look at the things that maybe you aren't doing as well Mm -hmm. and kind of, like, self-improve. Yeah. Woohoo. And then treating other people in the correct way, too. That's been really helpful, especially at church, knowing, like people's personalities and like okay like they're not going to take these kinds of things in a positive way if I say it this Mm -hmm. way or like I have to be assertive with this person otherwise they aren't going to actually understand what I mean sure so that is all that we have today yeah yeah make sure you go follow our instagram page and our facebook page yep it's at more than life podcast woohoo yay so see ya In two weeks, guys. Yep. Bye. Bye.